we want to ensure that what we are doing is related to our mission and our purpose and that we stay on track, that we stay focused in the work that we do. This is the Board of Directors Coaching Podcast by Get In Motion Entrepreneurs. Here you will find experts, coaches, and influencers in the nonprofit world. They will share their experiences and memories to help you fulfill your organization's mission. Let's raise our standards to ensure we make our communities better, one board meeting at a time. Now is the best time to embrace your organization's mission. Let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of our Board Certificate Training Series. In this episode, we're going to talk about the fiduciary duties of board members and nonprofits. I want to begin by uh, defining fiduciary. It means trust. And basically remembering that every nonprofit is a public benefit corporation, you're going to be held to a higher standard of behavior than a regular for-profit organization. You're holding your position in trust for the communities that your nonprofit will be serving. And so it's really important to recognize that these are legal responsibilities that you accept when you join a board. So let me get started. There are just three of them, so it shouldn't take us too long, uh, but I want to make sure that I cover them and answer uh, the information that you need to keep yourself and your organization uh, safe. So the first one is called the duty of care. When we talk about the duty of care, we mean that you have a responsibility as a board member to ensure the prudent use of all assets, including the facility, people, and even the organization's goodwill. So remember, prudent is another word for the wise use. And so with the duty of care is this idea of judgment, right? It's, am I, if I was in a normal situation, would this be the best or wisest use of these assets? Is this the best way to use our facility. You want to make sure that you provide adequate facility, that you take good care of the facility, that is well-maintained, that it's safe for people. That would be part of this responsibility. Are we treating our people the way we ought to? Do we pay them enough? Are we making sure that we take care of them? Do we treat them fairly? Have we worked on our diversity and equity and inclusion to ensure that we are providing safe, welcoming spaces where people from all walks of life, regardless of uh, their background, regardless of their ability level, regardless of their gender choices, are given an opportunity to contribute to the welfare of the community? And are we guarding the goodwill of our organization? We want to make sure, first of all, that our behavior reflects the character that we want to exhibit in our community. We want to make sure that if people unfairly or uh, without any reason attack our organization, that we defend it against those attacks. And if we do make mistakes, then we want to make sure that we're the first ones 
to acknowledge and begin to correct those errors. So this duty of care is not just, you know, okay, I'm, I'm here and I think it, it requires a real commitment to understand and take the right, make the right choices. Your second fiduciary duty is the duty of loyalty. And it, with this duty is to ensure that the nonprofit's activities are first and foremost advancing the organization's purposes, the mission of the organization. So it's really important here that we talk about conflict of interest, right? Remember, we are a public benefit corporation. And so it is our job as board members to not allow ourselves or other people on the board to enter into contracts or agreements that would personally benefit them in a way that it wouldn't be normal in a, a, a community. So, you know, if if it comes down to it, um, you want to try to contract outside of the board. If you needed some services, if you needed someone to come in and train, or if as a board member, you provide services, then you should probably provide those services as an in-kind service without getting paid. But what you want to do is if you do get paid, you want to make sure that it is, you know, market rate that you actually looked in the market for other people who could do the work and that the reason you're doing it is because you're the only one or the best one that can provide that service for your organization. But again, your duty of loyalty says you cannot do it just because it will benefit you financially or in your reputation. It is also important to recognize that you have to act in the best interest of the organization with regard to outside interests that are trying to take advantage of the organization. So you want to look carefully at who does the organization have partnerships or relationships, who's it collaborating with to ensure that they're not being taken advantage of, that the organization is not being taken advantage of or trying to take advantage of someone else. You know, we want to ensure the public again, that they can trust us. That's what this fiduciary means, right? Trust. And so we want to ensure that, again, what we are doing is related to our mission and our purpose and that we stay on track, that we stay focused in the work that we do. So it's okay as a board member when a new project comes along to ask, is that project in alignment with our mission our vision, our values. And if it is not, is it okay to say we shouldn't do that project, no matter how much money it might bring to our organization? Too many organizations fall into the trap of chasing the money and they wind up doing work that they were never intended to do or never intended to do in the first place. And so this uh, duty of loyalty says, we want to not only be loyal to the organization, but loyal to the mission. We want to make sure we stay aligned with the things that we set out in the beginning to do. And if we're going to change that, then let's go back and change our mission. Let's go back and look at how we want to change our organization so that we are in alignment with what we say is what we do. And then the third and final of these fiduciary responsibilities is the duty of obedience. And so it is our job to make sure that our organization uh, stays in alignment 
with all of the applicable laws and regulations. And again, with uh, our organizations, there are different levels of regulations and laws that we need to be aware of. First and foremost, uh, at the top of the, the chart, so to speak, is the IRS, right? It's the federal government. And so it is important to make sure that we stay in alignment with the rules of the IRS on operating as a nonprofit entity in the United States. Those those laws have to be observed. Um, and the the organization that enforces that for us is the IRS in, in the case of nonprofits here in the United States. Uh, secondly, um, would be at the state level, right? And so at the state level, there are several agencies that set regulations for nonprofits. Uh, one is the Secretary of State, and that's how we incorporate our nonprofit. So we write articles of incorporation as a public benefit or in the case of mutual benefit or sometimes as a religious organization, we incorporate in the state of California, and there are rules and regulations that go with that incorporation, and it's important for us not to uh, violate any of those rules. Uh, but also, there's the Franchise Tax Board, which is responsible for ensuring that uh, if you are going to get tax-exempt status, that you, you're keeping uh, uh, records that show um, that you are taking donations properly, that you are disposing of them properly, that you are doing what you're supposed to do with them. And then the third agency is actually the attorney general. And the attorney general is also responsible for ensuring that the assets that you acquire as a nonprofit are properly disposed of if you should dissolve the nonprofit. So there are reports that you have to do on an annual basis to the attorney general's office to ensure that assets are being maintained or disposed of properly and that no one is benefiting personally from using those assets. At the local level, you may find regulation that is tied to business licenses or permits that you need or professional licenses. And so again, as a board member, under this duty of obedience, you are responsible to ensure that whatever permits, whatever licenses, whatever fees need to be paid are being taken care of. Make sure that every report that needs to be filed is being filed. Every organization has a responsibility in the state of California to file a statement of information every two years. Every organization has a responsibility to file statements of income at both the federal and the state level. If you have only very limited income, we have what we call a postcard. So there's a 990 postcard and a 199 postcard for the state that you would file that would just say we're in operation, but our revenues are below the threshold for reporting them. Above that, there's the Form 990s at the federal level and the 199s at the state level or others, depending on uh, any different way that you incorporate it. And you need to make sure that those get filed and that any fees that are associated with them get paid, that all of the disclosures are included there, who, who contributed to your organization, because the 990 is a public document. 
So whatever you fill out is available for a public review. So it's very important to make sure that we're filing these. And it also helps. There's an organization called GuideStar. And if you send these uh, documents to, to GuideStar, one of the things they do is they, they certify that your organization is in good standing. And that goes a long way with foundations. So one of the questions you might want to ask as a board member is, are we using GuideStar? Are we sending our paperwork through GuideStar? But it's it's kind of a seal of approval that you've been reporting this information on a regular basis. And then the final regulations you really have to keep track of as a board member under this duty of obedience are all related to our bylaws. You know, your bylaws dictate how you say you will operate your organization. And so it's really important to recognize that if you are saying you are doing something in your bylaws, you need to be sure as board members you're doing that. Or if you're doing things that are different than what's in your bylaws, then you want to make sure that you amend your bylaws so that they reflect what you actually do. Remember, it's really important that what you say you do and what you actually do be reflected in your bylaws. And you can be held legally responsible for failing to do that. So look at things like term limits, size of the board, officers, meetings, and amendments to ensure that you are doing all of that work. Now, again, those three fiduciary duties you are responsible for, first and foremost, it's a duty of care to ensure the prudent use of all assets, including facilities, people, and goodwill. The second one is the duty of loyalty, is to ensure the nonprofit's activities are first and foremost, advancing the organization's mission. And finally, the duty of obedience, where the ensure that the nonprofit obeys all applicable laws and regulations, including your bylaws. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. We sincerely hope this program helps you to advance in your organization's mission. Please send us a message with the topics you would like to listen to. And if you would like to become a guest of the podcast, please visit our website and fill out the form at gogetinmotion.com. Embrace your organization's mission. Embrace the board. Embrace our communities. This is the Board of Directors Coaching Podcast by Get In Motion Entrepreneurs.